Today on The Good Word, we're watching our words. When I was little, I was taught the importance of saying please and thank you through a story. The story goes, in everyone's mouth lives the word please. The more often please or anything polite gets said, the stronger the word becomes. There once were two brothers, one known to be polite and the other rude. The rude brother's please, tired of never being used, decided to take up residence in the polite brother's mouth. Now with two pleases in his mouth, the kind brother began to sound a bit odd, though still very polite. Could you pass the bread, please, please? Please, please hold the door. His overly respectful language got him the attention of those around him, who were puzzled, but flattered. The rude brother naturally wanted the same treatment and tried to copy his brother's speech, but he found he couldn't get the word please out. Eventually, though, as he kept trying, the rude brother's please returned to him. And there were no longer a polite and a rude brother, but two polite brothers. Yes, it's a silly story, but it illustrates the power of language. Our words might not be so lively as to jump out of our mouth like the story, but they sometimes seem to have a mind of their own. How we speak affects how others perceive us. How others perceive us affects who we become. Ensuring our words and actions align is the first step in honesty and being understood. The ancient Corinthian saints had a problem with communicating with each other. Some had had very great spiritual experiences or gained understandings, but they kept them to themselves and failed to effectively communicate their experiences to their fellow members. In 1 Corinthians 14, Paul points out the importance of communication when we gather together, whether that's at church, in our families, or among friends. Now, brethren, if I come unto you speaking with tongues, what shall I profit you, except I shall speak to you either by revelation or by knowledge or by prophesying or by doctrine? And even things without life giving sound, whether pipe or harp, except they give a distinction in the sounds, how shall it be known what is piped or harped? For if the trumpet give an uncertain sound, who shall prepare himself to the battle? So likewise ye, except ye utter by the tongue words easy to be understood, how shall it be known what is spoken? For ye shall speak into the air. There are, it may be, so many kinds of voices in the world, and none of them is without signification. Therefore, if I know not the meaning of the voice, I shall be unto him that speaketh a barbarian, and he that speaketh shall be a barbarian unto me. Words have power to change hearts and minds, but their power is reduced to nearly nothing if they're not understandable. The gospel can and must be understood by those who hear it. Bishop Gerard Cosset explains the simple beauty of Christ's teachings like this. God would indeed be unjust if the gospel was only accessible to an intellectual elite. In his goodness, he has ensured that the truth regarding God are understandable to all his children, whatever the level of education or intellectual faculty. In reality, the fact that a principle can be understood even by a child is proof of its power. President John Taylor said, It is true intelligence for a man to take a subject that is mysterious and great in itself and to unfold and simplify it so that a child can understand it. Far from diminishing its impact, purity and simplicity of expression allow the Holy Spirit to witness with greater certainty to the hearts of men. 
If our words are uncertain or too complicated for people to understand or too high-minded, how will those around us know what we believe, what we're sharing? If they're obscure or incomprehensible, how can we align our words and actions? No one needs to be a great linguist or an astonishing speaker to be part of the Lord's Church. There will always be mistakes and misunderstandings in communication, and that's all right. Nobody save the Lord is perfect. But our words are our proof and defense of the gospel. This is, after all, the good news. The news is kind, sure, but also simple. We can be too. And that's the good word. 